Welcome to Catholic Radio for Katie Anna's presentation of Cajun Catholics. Here's your host, Todd Citron. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, just thank you for everything you've given me, my friends, my family. Um, thank you for everything you've done for the community around us and for everything you are doing and will do for us um, and for all the future blessings that you will be giving us. In your name we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. You're listening to Cajun Catholics. I'm your host, Todd Citron. I will announce my co-host today, a good friend and no stranger to the show, Father Andrew Schumacher. Great to be with you, Todd. Welcome to the show. Andrew has brought us an uh, awesome guest today. He is an LSU freshman All-American right here from St. Thomas More, Mr. Jack Besh. Welcome to the show, Jack. Thank you for having me. All right, Jack, tell us a little bit about yourself coming up, growing up. Just as a young kid um, on this side of things, always grew up going to church on Sundays, um, then going to my grandparents' house after they lived near the church go eat Sunday meals there, but always played sports growing up. Uh, was the youngest of four, um, two sisters and a brother. Uh, learned a lot from my brother who played uh, college ball. Um, Coach Lance, learned a lot from him. Um, many life lessons on and off the field especially. Um, and I credit Coach Lance for also my very strong Catholic foundation. What a great guy, huh? So Cathedral for you, that's where? Yes, sir. Yeah, all the way through yes, from sir. Lafayette. So who in your family would you say, you mentioned your grandmother, but that, that really uh, led the way in your faith journey? Um, my parents just pushing church and, you know, sending me to a Catholic school my whole life, which I'm very blessed to be able to have done that. Um, so definitely the credit goes to them for the most part. Nice. All right, Father, jump in. Well, I mean, how impressive is that? I think that's one of the reasons uh, I wanted Jack to come on the show with you, Todd. Is just this is a he's a freshman All American and he goes to mass on Sundays. You're right. He's uh, he has that foundation set and what a gift from his parents, from his mom and dad. And that's I mean that's why we're this is, the show is called Cajun Catholics, right? Passed down from generation to generation. Some amazing just Catholic moms and dads that were in love with our Lord Jesus and the Church and. That's why we're still going strong, and that's why probably we're the happiest place in America, right? I think so. I know I'm happy. Yep. You, you happy, Jack? I'm pretty pretty <laughs> happy. You had just an amazing freshman year, and, um, you know, I guess we'll go ahead and ask the question. Uh, you know, Brandon loves to kick in some tough questions here, and I get some advice from him, but uh, he, we wanted to know if you had a pregame ritual that you do, you know, before the game. Brandon walked on at LSU a little bit, and, uh, and a lot of different people have that, whether they're superstition or what, but, but, but what's your deal? So I have a hacky sack that Father Shu actually gave me, and I've been – I kind of kept it. I think it was only supposed to be given to me for um, a couple of days, but – I've kind of kept it, and I bring it with me to every away game or home game. I always have it in my bag, and I also call Father Shoe before every game. Wow. We, we have a little prayer and just, you know, kind of talk over some things. And, um, and yeah, and I'll say a little prayer before I leave my apartment for every game. I'll, Beautiful. I'll, I have the little cards, the little, like, funeral cards. Mm -hmm. I don't know what you call them, of um, Miss Cat. Uh, my grandpa and uh, Garrison, the that comes across my face. So I'll say a little prayer to them three, just to protect me on the field and to um, help me flourish on the field for that uh, like specific game. 
Now, Father, can you technically bless a hacky sack? Is that a blessed hacky sack? Well, you know what? Whenever he said he's bringing it in every game, I said, I might as well bless the hacky sack if that's what it's going to (laughs) be. But the first game of the season, whenever Jack called and asked for a prayer, it just, uh, for me, it spoke volumes of the guy he is. You know, who's who's calling his high school priest before a game just to ask for prayers and blessings? But I said, man, what a tremendous young man this is. So we're all big Tiger fans in my family, all LSU grads. I'm very proud. Uh, and I guess the question I would ask you, like this year, what would you say is the best thing about being an LSU football player? And what would you say has been the worst if there, if there is such a thing? Um, to start, for me, just being that kid growing up and having to work so hard to get there, like even though the season didn't go um, how we wanted to go, I tried to learn and soak up like everything. So for me, that really wasn't a bad part of the season. Um, I enjoyed every moment of it, but the best part of it was probably just, you know, it, it's been a dream and to know, you know, I've I've made it kind of not a kind of reality, but and obviously I have a lot of work to do to really make it and to be where I want to be. And this is just a stepping stone. This is just a mini dream to the, to the real dream of being in the NFL. But this was definitely a really big dream of mine to play at LSU. Um, and so really just like the whole experience has been awesome and there's been so many great things that have come with it I don't know if I can really pick out just like one thing that has really made it like you know like amazing because it's really been the whole experience yeah and practice tough is it uh, different than you thought it would be practice is really tough it's we're out there for like a couple hours and but I think that's what makes us so tough and not back down from anybody and any of our opponents and we'll always keep fighting to the end. I think it's because we're always pushed um, in many different ways and practice being one of them. Nice. So, okay, so my kids really got into Christ the King and on campus, and I'm not sure you mentioned it. You do catch mass when you can on Sundays. Uh, doing that here in Lafayette or in Baton Rouge or on No, campus? in Baton Rouge at Christ the King. Yeah. You know Father Andrew, Father Merrick? Is he uh, still over there? He is. Yeah? Yes, he is. Yeah. And I've been telling Jack to go shake his hand. Yeah, he's a good guy. He is a good one. <laughs> yeah, been wanting him to get on this show. We uh, can't get him to cross that bridge. Uh, but he made quite an impact on my, on my kids. And um, I don't know if you know Ben Domain. Uh, ben uh, played uh, offensive line for LSU several years back. And he was really, to me, like the first LSU football player that I knew of anyway. And he's from an STM that really took – a step forward and he was a leader on campus and then he continued that he's uh in denver i think doing focus yeah he was and uh has a lot of kids and he's he's a, a real example for uh, christ and hopefully a, a a guest on the show real soon so jack um uh do you uh most people may not know you were originally committed to vanderbilt and so um tell me about that like how, how that go down yeah i was so really until about a month and a half before national signing day um, in like middle of December, I really wasn't, I mean, I obviously, I had a good bit of offers, but they were really like, um, you know, like G5 offers, like group of five offers, no mm-hmm. power five offers really. But my my goal was to always play in the SEC. My dream was to play at LSU, but, um, and I really wasn't recruited that highly. You know, I wasn't this big name around I wasn't this like hot uh prospect you know um so really Vanderbilt and then quarantine hit so I didn't get to go to any like camps during the summer and that's a big way to evaluate it also spring ball is a big way but all that was canceled because of COVID and 
that was my biggest offer, and I didn't want it to go away. Um, you know, it, I had a plan in place as well because I really thought I was going to go there. And um, I liked the coaches and all that, so I decided to just pull the trigger. And then, you know, came signing day and about a month and a half before, and I had a pretty good senior campaign. And, you know, I, as you all know, LSU offered me a couple other schools. And then whenever LSU offered me, though, I kind of knew that was home, and that's nice. where I wanted to be. <clears throat> awesome. That's, that's super. Yeah, I'm just kind of curious, Jack. Whenever you walked on campus for the first time and you and you knew that you were going to be playing over there in that first kind of week of dressing out and practicing with the team, how well did St. Thomas More football prepare you for that transition in SG, uh, to LSU? And, I mean, did you throw up? Did they push you to the, to the extreme limits? Because I felt like that's where you really made your name in that first few weeks of just being on campus. Yeah, STM did a really good job, especially with the running aspect. Um, you know, there was a bunch of lifts that were kind of new to me, but the conditioning aspect of it was really – STM has done a really good job with that. So, obviously, it was hard, but I was used to being pushed like that. So, I mean, it was easy for me to kind of like, um, I guess, like do everything um, mm-hmm. and like – in. A, a good way like mm-hmm. do everything at a high speed and not um you know like give up or get down you know just keep going um because that's one of SCM's big thing you know is like we might not always have the best athletes but we're going to work the hardest um so I've always kind of had that mindset so that has really helped me um definitely with all that just trying to go the hardest and everything um yeah you know yeah, and then you've, you've faced a lot of adversity, too, and uh, just some tragedy in your life. Um, the passing of your grandfather, Garrison was a friend of yours who I knew you went hunting with, and just kind of surreal going through that experience with a, a junior in high school, I believe he was, when he passed. Sudden death like that, did it wake up? Did it stir anything in your heart of the reality of, man, we're here, God's given us gifts to use, and we don't know when our last day is going to be, so to just live a life of fullness every day just kind of what did that stir up with you with the passing of your grandfather and a close friend uh and the people that you love that did pass you know walker's mom as well it just gives you i feel like it just gives you a bigger why like Mm -hmm. why do you do all these things for what purpose do you do it i feel like whenever things like that happen it gives me like a bigger reason to do what i'm doing Mm -hmm. you know it gives me a reason to keep going when i don't want to keep going to to do things that people don't think I can do so to do it in their like in their glory and for Mm -hmm. them I think it really just helps push me to that extra limit that some people might might not be able to get pushed to uh Jack do you do you consider yourself a role model um I would say yes just because um whenever I was a kid and I'm just considering myself a role model because I'm on the LSU football team. Doesn't matter if I was a walk-on or literally just because I'm on it. Because I, whenever I was that kid, it, I didn't care who it was, what number they were wearing, who their last name, first name was. If I saw an LSU football player, it, I was just astonished by it. Right. So just for that purpose, that's I would so cool. Say yes. Yeah, me too. Like we always, my friend and I, people like super fans and fans that are like fair weather fans for the Tigers. You know they get into all the minutiae of the games but my buddy and i we always like let's just go pull for the tigers huh and uh you know i'm like you like uh we're through and through tiger fans win or lose and uh 
and that's that's the way it should be you know and uh, i grew up well since probably five years old going to watch burt jones and and back in the day in tiger stadium it's a special place and i can't imagine what it would be like to walk through that tunnel i made curcio and it's a, a three-day retreat that that changed my life and uh whenever i had to get up and speak after my i'll call it conversion experience you know and it was very tearful and emotional and i said uh at curcia in front of everyone i said the only thing i could compare this to would be if i would have ever had the chance to walk out of that tunnel in tiger stadium you know <laughs> it was like that and it was and um uh, there's some special things that go on there and um you know i just remember walking out from the church from the curcia center and seeing people that i didn't know and feeling like i knew them and uh it was just a strange feeling but uh what's it like to walk out that tunnel surreal like <laughs> everything else walking out um that stadium with a hundred thousand plus people screaming for you fireworks going off band playing um you can't really explain it unless you do it it's one of those things that it's just like mm-hmm. takes your breath away especially the first second third time you do it it never gets old but those first couple of times whenever it's brand new to you it definitely hits a different and gives you a different feeling than you've ever felt before that's awesome remind our listeners you're listening to cajun catholics today's guest is jack besh he is a freshman all-american lsu wide receiver number 80 in your program formerly number seven at st thomas moore uh maybe you might end up with seven again no i heard you might stick with 80 I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah. Seven, eighteen are special numbers over there. So yeah, I guess that's we'll right, see. huh? Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so a, a quick story. So um, Father Dan Edwards passed recently, and um, um, John Ed Bradley did his eulogy, and he wrote, "It never rains in Tiger Stadium." I don't know if you ever got a chance to read that back. You read it, Father? I have. Pretty a while awesome, back. Yeah, awesome book. And in the book, he spoke of a, a guy that, uh, Jack, you probably a lot younger, but uh, a guy named uh, Ramsey Dardar that was from Cecilia or Brobridge area, and I believe he uh, played nose guard for LSU back in the Orange Bowl against Nebraska way back in the day in the 80s. And he ended up getting in some trouble and ended up in, in doing hard time in jail. And uh, Coach Dale Brown would go visit him once a week in jail and and John Ed talks about it in the book. I don't know if, Father, you remember this, but uh, one of the things um, Ramsey would say just to get him through life because he was in, in a jail cell all day long, he would envision himself putting on his cleats and putting on his jersey and walking into Tiger Stadium, and, and, and he could actually remember where he stood during the games. And he would go through each game of the season just so he could have some sort of freedom from you know his mind and his, his capture. It was a beautiful story. You know, and uh, isn't that cool? Yeah, no, that's really yeah. cool. Uh, so, Jack, um, what what do you want your legacy to be like? Have you thought beyond football yet, or is that pretty much just you're you're, you're focused in on that right now? Honestly, for now, um, my goal is to take football as far as I possibly can. Um, not only for me, but as a way to support my family. Um, hopefully, for generations, not just mine. Uh, generation but for generations to come um you know and you know hope i can do that just keep working hard but really my mind is focused on that um you know i haven't really thought outside of that um obviously there are some ideas but yeah for now really just focused on ball that's your goal that's what that's what you're that's what you're aiming for yeah and then you have a lot of good motivation behind it as well 
I just know that so many young young boys look up to you, and I love uh, when Jack comes back to STM football games and just seeing the, the little boys run around and just say, look, that's Jack Besh. And then when you have a guy like Jack who could say with confidence and knowing, like, yeah, I, I love football and this is what I want to do, and I also pray, you know, and I also go to Mass, and I also worship, and I'm also trying to do the right thing. I'm also caring for my neighbor and loving God. Man, what a change, what an effect we could have on our community and these young little boys who it's not like, yeah, football will end one day, right? We will go and meet our Creator one day, and we got to look back on our life and say, man, did I please you, Lord? Did I do what you asked, or, or did I not? And I think for a guy like Jack who says, yeah, football, God gave me this gift, but it is a gift given from God, and I need, I'm going to give glory back to Him. I'm going to point up to, to Him after every touchdown, right? Because it is through His glory that I'm able to do this. And then, and then Jack uses the gifts he's given him, and he pushes really hard. So I just think the example of these, these young players coming from St. Thomas More with that Catholic foundation, that Christian foundation of being in love with Jesus Christ, and then taking the gifts God given them and, and doing some great things. So I'm always impressed. Yeah, my prayer for Jack is uh, he does the old St. Francis. You know, he said, uh, preach the gospel at all times and when necessary, use words. And I think that with just for me, I'm 55 years old and to sit back and see the platform you have to affect so many people with your faith. And it, and it doesn't even need to be a spoken word. Like you said, just going to mass and, uh, and, and doing the right thing, seeing pe- people seeing you pray. And, uh, and, and and be a good guy. And I think that you're going to have so much effect on Cajun country here. So, you know, tell me, Jack, uh, when you when you hear Cajun Catholics, I mean, what comes to your mind? Is What, what do you Just think? Just the good people of South Louisiana. Yeah. I think because we've been, a, you know, we've been to some places around the country. My brother lived on the East Coast. I've visited the West Coast, uh, the Midwest, you know, all those areas. And we really do. And even if you meet people from um, from different states, like on campus, like at LSU, and you talk, they're always, like, down here. The people are so nice, like, yeah. so welcoming. And that really isn't everywhere, but we're so lucky and grateful to have it. And some people take it for granted. Um, but how lucky we are. Just the people down here, for the most part, are just so welcoming and um, loving I, and all that. I uh, have had the great fortune to be a Tiger fan for a long time. And we, my girls, I have three girls. We would travel to – we've been to Omaha to the College World Series a few several times. I've been to Rupp Arena in Lexington for basketball. And we've been to, I think, almost every SEC venue out there. And this is the cool part about being a Tiger fan for me. So – when you go and you go to the local mass, whether I can think of times I, I was a Eucharistic minister in Dallas one time when LSU played uh, Oregon that time in football, and uh, and I remember going to so many out of town places, Omaha in particular, uh, a lot of the big churches, and it's full of purple and gold, you know. So LSU travels right, but but they also travel to church, and I think that that's what makes us really special. We're passionate about about our faith, but but definitely passionate about LSU football. And I think that's what makes LSU a little bit different. And now we got a good Catholic coach coming yeah, in. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Good Irish Catholic coach. Uh, so, um, I, yeah, and I hope, uh, you know, that that's we're all pulling for Coach Kelly, and uh, and I know that he's going to build a new team, and we're going to be all behind him. And uh, and, and we're looking forward to you, you playing, Jack. So how about the T-shirts? Uh, Bash, I'm from Louisiana. You, you got you, what, What's up with that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's um, Modier, Ezra and Shell's uh, uh-huh. business. Um, we had an idea um, that we kind of put in place, but we didn't go forward with it. Um, 
you know, before the season because, you know, we didn't know how it would do. But after I started playing a couple of games, we were like, we might as well do it and see what <laughs> happens. And we, we, you know, we advertised the first, like, set of them, and they sold out. And we were like, well, let's do it again. And so we kept doing it, and they kept doing well. So That's we awesome. built something. But I'm kind of I'm, – I'm excited to see where it goes because that was just kind of the first step of, of that. Um, but I'm ready to see, you know, what we can – what we can build with and, and do off that maybe even start my own like clothing line or something like that now we're talking um, you know who came something. up with that phrase jack um it's kind of been around okay <laughs> really? yeah. yeah i think i know the answer to that one uh-huh. yeah it's yeah. kind of been around <laughs> well no, i'm just saying the best part right, right, yes right, right, right. yeah so very familiar where we're it was kind of a natural fit it did i mean i just was like the first person that that clicked i was like oh i wonder who that was because it was I catchy. can't put one specific name to yeah. it. Yeah. Oh well, people love it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's actually better for for me. Actually, I like I like to say best. Yeah, it's better um, than the real Louisiana. the real deal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So, um, uh, father, uh, Jack, um, at, 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 and, and and I guess this is I'll dance around this question. But is there is there any some of the players or coaches on the team that have, that that you look to as as mentors spiritually that that maybe uh, share a, share faith with you or that you're able to share your faith with a little bit. Sound like an individual sport, huh? Like I kind of whenever I do that stuff, that's kind of like I kind of take that to be my time. Mm-hmm. Like whenever you know I'm like praying or stuff like that. Like you know I try to get away from everybody. Right. So, kind of so saying, kind of have like some quiet time whenever I'm doing that. So I don't really like. Um, I guess interact with a lot of people while I'm praying or while I'm doing stuff like that. So for the most part, no, I kind of keep it to myself. Um, you know, we pray and stuff, but but that's kind of take that kind of as like my time sure. to be with God. And, Absolutely. You know, so so um, you know, and this isn't an indictment on 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 college football or LSU in any part, but you know, I, I would imagine there are not a lot of practicing Catholics on the team. I mean, would that be fair to say? Out, not out. There's probably a couple of Catholics. Uh, well, there there definitely are a couple of Catholics because I see it, some of my friends at church and there go with go. some of them. But everybody, for the most part, like believes in God. Um, you know, if you ask them, they're always you know praying or doing stuff for their grandparents that have passed away. They everybody believes and prays to God and to ask for health and security um, and to prosper on the field. But, you know, Catholics, I don't know the exact amount, but I know a lot of people do depend on God. FCA, still a thing? Fellowship of Christian Athletes, not so much? Um, a little bit. A little bit, yeah. yeah it's awesome. Well, I know whenever I'll, – I'll see you all before the game, and I've, I've noticed before some of the home games I've, I've attended – a lot of the guys gathering in the end zone and getting down on a knee, and even you a few times with several other players. Uh, but I thought that's just always a good witness, and that's what I like to see. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. If you do see that pregame right after we run out the tunnel, mm-hmm. probably like half the team goes to the end zone and, and prays, and if they're not in the end zone, some of them are just kneeling by the benches. So Yeah. I know yeah. growing up I used to see a lot of the uh, the, the teams get together at mid midfield excuse me uh and pray you know is that is that something that goes on still a little um, bit that's more like after the game yeah after the game you know yeah that's mm-hmm. more like after the game yeah um, that's nice so i noticed you know we went duck hunting this morning didn't do too good uh <laughs> but we had a good time and uh 
And I noticed, uh, really, and I was sharing with my wife that uh, you and Tiger seem to be really close, and he kind of, he really watches over you, and uh, you must have a special relationship with your brother. Tell us about that. Yeah, we've we've kind of always been close. I mean, the two boys in the family um, always have the same interest via football, hunting, fishing, um, just hanging out with each other, uh, going outside, playing basketball, playing video games together. So, you know, we've always had that connection. We've always been close, and I've always looked up to him because, like, you know, he was the first one to go through. He played football for STM. Um, he was really good. And then he went to play college ball. So, you know, I always looked up to him for that reason as well, you know, just to soak up everything, um, you know, learn some stuff off of him because he was, he was a really, really good player, um, and he could do some really special things on the football field. So I tried to soak up a lot of that stuff, you know, from him. But, yeah, you know, that's my best friend, and we do a lot of things together now. Um, he's about to move up to New York. But, you know, during quarantine, he was down here for a while, so we got really, really tight during quarantine. Um, and these past couple months, he actually stayed home instead of moving to New York to work so he could watch me and so he could hunt and fish with me before, you know, he, he moves, you know, to – Take a big step in life for him. You know, it's a big step moving away that far from home to, you know, start working, go out in the real world. But I'm really blessed for everybody in my family, but, you know, especially him. Um, and, you know, I even sometimes think I put him on the right on the right path, you know. I kind of put him in the right direction because he doesn't want to let me down. I don't want to let him down, you know, so it kind of keeps us even. So Nice, nice. That's beautiful. And I know your parents must be so proud. You know, I think that as a parent, that's what more could you ask than for your children to adore each other and, and be best friends like that. I know that's something that everyone who's ever been on this radio show talks about. That's what they pray for, you know. Uh, so have you have you thought about uh, have you prayed for a, a spouse uh, or is that something that's on the horizon potentially? It's whenever I guess it, people know when 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 you have the right one and it might take. It might take two months. It might take two years. You know, everybody's story is different. But definitely, you know, finding the right girl, finding the right, you know, person to love and be with for the rest of your life and have your children, that's obviously another huge step in somebody's life, one of the biggest ones, because, you know, you kind of build off that the rest of your life. I know God is going to take care of that in due time. So I'm going to leave it to him and see where things go. All right. And Father will tell you, you got to pray for that, right? Exactly. And I love how you put that, Todd, just to pray for your spouse because that's the person you're going to spend the most time with. (laughs) That's right. Uh, You're right. And that's, you know, that's who's going to help you get to heaven and hopefully you help her get to heaven. So yeah, we definitely want to pray. Jack may or may not be talking to a girl right now and you know the first question I asked him, right? (laughs) Are you Catholic? Are you Catholic, right? Yeah. uh, you know, that question has gotten me in a little trouble with my daughters because, um, you know, there are good people out there that are not Catholic. Of course. They're good mm-hmm. Christians. And, and, and I, I get I get a bad rap sometimes. People are like, hey, man, you only like Catholic people. No, no, no. I'm just saying my mother said, hey, that's the first thing she has me. Or, hey, is she Catholic? Which well, sure she makes was. it easier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Marriage is difficult enough, and yeah. so it sure makes it easier on those Sundays whenever you could go to the same place to worship God. 
and uh, to help bring up the children in that way. So, uh, Less than a minute on the show. Uh, Jack, thanks for being here, and Father Shu for bringing him. You've been a blessing to all of us, and we'll be, we'll be praying for you. Can you take us out with prayer? Father? I'd love to. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Father, we're so grateful for you, for just the beautiful people in South Louisiana, all those listening on the show today. Lord, just bless them. Reward them for their sacrifices. Keep them safe. And uh, in a particular way, we send down your blessings upon Jack as he continues through his uh, time at LSU and beyond, Lord. Help us all to keep you at the center of our life, to count our blessings, and to recognize that all good come from you. And we uh, we should spend our lives getting to know you more and to love you more and to serve you more. So thank you, Lord, uh, for today and for this show and for Todd Citron and the ministry over here. And uh, we ask all this through the loving heart of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. Engage the Cajun Catholic in you. Until next time, God bless. And go Tigers! <laughs>